Now, I did not bring the big deck of cards this time, Britt. I see you've got a big deck of cards there. Pull one out and let me let me see what you got. What do you got for me? Still to come on the Brad and Britt cast, we will certainly get down into Donald Trump's imminent shutdown of social media. We'll absolutely get that. Some social distancing Facebook uh, food fights with Brad Krantz, but I think we need to address this first. 17 minutes ago, it's now actually 22 minutes ago as we record this, Yeah. on Donald Trump's Twitter feed. At my request, the FBI and the Department of Justice are already well into an investigation as to the very sad and tragic death in Minnesota of George Floyd. I have asked for this investigation to be expedited and greatly appreciate all of the work done by local law enforcement. My heart goes out to George's family and friends. Justice will be served! Exclamation point. Well, see, I I can analyze that that very, very quickly here, Uh, because you always have to come at it from the angle of when Trump actually says or does something correct, appropriate, timely, that you could see another president, any of the last, and we'll just stick with Clinton, uh, Bush, and Obama. You can see any of those three writing that, that that gets you back to uh, still about minus five on the the 10 scale plus or 10 scale minus. And Donald Trump will, of course, decide within probably uh, by eight o'clock tonight, 10 o'clock tonight, that he's not getting enough credit for doing what he did by sending out a tweet or sicking the Justice Department uh, appropriately, using it correctly well, I, on behalf again, I of hope, the American people. That, I that, hope this doesn't take resources yeah. away from Obamagate, because we still need to investigate that. Right. I do not want to see people taken off of that case and investigating this. That is right. my first so, concern. So, see, th- this is the bare minimum that should be going on in this country when these things happen. And, of, of course, but th- that doesn't mean you are going to get 30% of the black vote now. It doesn't mean it, it, <laughs> it doesn't, it does, it doesn't change anything. Right. It well, doesn't that, change first, anything. Well, first of all, that's the naked calculation. They, the George, you know, they believe that Joe Biden has left the door wide open with his Charlemagne the God fumble. So here's Donald Trump to kick that door in. The black people will start flowing in Donald Trump's direction right. because okay. clearly he is interested in them. Right. We we know that's not going to happen, but he is interested in making sure he doesn't lose Minnesota. Hmm. So uh, he somehow thinks that this. And, and, uh, of course, it's the correct thing to do. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to hit Trump because of that exact act. But, but it's insincere. It, it, it's di- the disingenuousness right. of it all. Of course, right? Because. The, the, the unctuousness yeah. of it all, the, all, all of that needs to address because he, he's gone out on a limb here. If Barack Obama had said such a thing, I, again, I hate to play the card because it's always, my God, here's Barack Obama not trying to let process go and he's putting his thumb on the scale and he's putting himself in a position where he doesn't belong. He, sh- he should let the federal government do what it, it does and let the folks in Minnesota work their shit out for themselves. Well, uh, fortunately for Trump, I'm looking at it from his point of view. This one is so easy. This is an uncontested. You intercepted the uh, the, the pass right in front 
of the uh, the foul line on the other side of the court, and there's no one in front of you, and all you have to do is dribble down. No one's going to catch you and just jam it through. That's what he did with this. That does not mean you're a great basketball player. It doesn't mean you, you're, you're highly skilled. You got lucky. Somebody threw a bad pass to you. This, I mean, there, there, this is one of. There is no other side to this. So therefore. You, you you get no points because yeah. nor, normally Trump, remember, he usually does take the other side yeah. on, on something. But yes. but so far, and, and, and I don't read, read enough right-wing Nazi media. Well, well where's the blue to, lines matter people? Where, where are the blue lines matter people? The cops are always writing right. Where, right. Where are those guys? Yeah. Has there been even a hint of Have these you, cops shouldn't have been fired or blah, blah, exactly. blah? Exactly. I don't know if there has been. I haven't seen any, but then I don't you, pay attention to that. Did you have any exposure to Fox News at all today? No, none. They zero. were trying so hard, so hard to find some piece of video evidence or something that yeah. this was taken out of context or that this guy was acting up and resisting arrest or trying to assault or do, do anything. And they, Bupkus, they got nothing. The poor kid down in Georgia who was murdered by those two rednecks, they at least had the, the video of him poking through that house under construction. And eventually that didn't work for the Fox audience even. That this yeah. guy, that, that didn't even stick. So they've so, got nothing. So this is a case that's so egregious, so beyond the pale that Trump decided not even to follow Fox News down some kind of alternative facts rabbit hole, right? Uh, he decided not to follow them down to, uh, we need to see what all the facts are rabbit hole because we know what the facts are. There, there are, there's, there's nothing to be said here. Sometimes injustice is right in front of right. your face and there's right. no discussing it. So I'll give you another example of when there was, it was very, it was, it was so easy to see. If I had a son, he would look like Trayvon. Right. And you remember how they lost their fucking minds over that. You remember that. And uh-huh. Obama was getting himself involved in something he had no business getting himself into. Why is he doing this shit? And it's it's just absolutely ridiculous. But that image of that cop with his knee well, on George right. Floyd's neck, I, that is going to be one of the defining images of 2020. I mean, I, I hear you, but I also hear in your voice this fear. This fear that somehow, some way, Trump's going to pull a rabbit out of his hat with this story, I'll give it to you. and, own, give and he's to going you. to own it. I, I have, I have absolute confidence that is not going to happen. No, I, I have a lot. I have a lot of faith in the African American community. I have a lot of, of faith in black people that they will look at this and go, "Eh, he did the wrong thing nine million times, and he did the right thing one time," and they'll be able to figure it out. I, I, I don't have any. They know. They know when somebody's trying to flim flam them, and they have always known that. And they know this guy's a piece of shit, even though, on like as you said, on an easy one, he put it through the hoop. Right. Anybody could have done this. Anybody would have been able to say, yeah, let's get the Justice Department involved in shit. And actually, eh, to be a little honest with you, he probably could have done that 12 hours, 24 hours earlier than he did. I'm fine with it. Whatever. Now, but, see, if Obama was a different kind of person, Obama would have jumped out in front of this story. But he's not that guy. He really isn't. And sadly, he could be that guy right now, and no one would fault him, but he didn't. But if you think for one second that uh, all of us, and I include the white community, the black community, the green community, the Martian community, and the Romulans, have forgotten that Donald Trump 
pushed the birther movement against Barack Obama for all those years, yeah. then you know that this particular move to uh, get the federal government involved in something that's so obvious um, is not going to it's not going to move any kind of needles. And, and this is this is a desperate guy. He's trying anything. Remember, Britt, I am shocked. I am shocked that we haven't seen a tweet today accusing the plot against his trip to Florida to see the space shot that they right. knew that right. the weather was going to be bad and they still let him come or <laughs> they could have done it. And if Obama was president, then they would have sent the rocket up. And, and by the way, if you saw the, the, the pictures of what was going on in Florida, it looked like it does where we are. And we've had rain and gray yeah. skies all day long. You, yeah. you, and, and, of course, Trump is probably so dumb, he he can't recall, and he's old enough, he's older than me, he's way older than me, that over the years, you don't even have to be that old, space shots are, are postponed all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. Um, um, let, me, let me throw, this is another one in your corner. This is why LeBron James shows that he is a more important figure and a braver man than Michael Jordan ever was, because he's putting images out on social media of going, look, motherfuckers, this is why Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick knelt. And he had pictures of the guy, the, the cop on top of George Floyd's neck, and it had next to Colin Kaepernick kneeling. And he had those two images together. I admire so much. Uh, see, he's not the only one that several athletes did it. But for LeBron James in the position he is in to go, all of you guys, you shit on Colin Kaepernick. It's been Six years now that you guys have rained shit on this guy. Oh, what's he doing? He doesn't respect America. Blue Lives Matter. All of this horse shit. That's exactly why Colin Kaepernick knelt. And I'm glad that there's a picture out there can be associated because some of you people are too stupid to actually uh, process something unless there's a real picture right in front of you. So I, I'm, I'm glad those guys are stepping out. Hmm. Well, only, didn't he do that in 2017? Well, whatever. It's been all of these yeah. years they've been shitting on this guy. And they basically wrote him out of football. Yeah. The only people that have been yeah. on his side have been fucking Nike. And now you know, the NFL can pretend they were going to let him back in this year, but sadly yeah. there is no football. Oh no, it's uh, yeah. the virus. We weren't able to do it. Yeah. And yeah, now he's been proven absolutely 100% correct because they I'm sorry. They they haven't stopped killing black people. They just haven't. And it's much more likely that somebody who is taken into police custody or is approached with uh, law enforcement uh, contact is going to be killed than it is for a white guy. Uh, Those those are just numbers. I I got the get-out-of-jail-free card on this one, Britt. Because remember, over the weekend, 10 people were killed by gunshots in Chicago. How come no one's saying anything about that? Hello, Fox and Friends, 710 block, here we go. I can't believe they didn't bring that one up. Can't believe it. I, I wonder, you know, I, I just wonder if the president will be on Fox and Friends to talk about his, how troubled he is by this George Floyd situation in Minneapolis. Well, see, that's that's the great part of this. At this moment in time, and and we're we're speaking Wednesday evening. At this moment in time, because the tweet is so fresh, and there's nothing really to argue against it from its substance, but knowing the tone of the the uh, actual writer of the tweet, knowing his real attitudes, knowing the way he has behaved his entire life as it relates to uh, minorities and, and black folks in, in particular, I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you 
that uh, by tomorrow, he will have stepped on his own message. He will do something stupid. He will say something stupid like he might if he does go on Fox and Friends. Is, is there any doubt about that? Well, the Fox is, is, there, is there any doubt about that? The Fox playbook on this story, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you will agree with me, is to show the footage of the people protesting all the stuff in the street and just look and just wring your hands. All oh, those crazy Negroes are at it again. That would be the normal playbook on a story like this. Am I right? Uh, yeah. You all you need to do is start to balance off the shocking death, and I don't know how else to, to, to term it, shocking death. Have you ever heard ever of a cop or even a soldier in war uh, putting their knee on the side of a man's neck for seven or eight minutes and expecting the guy to uh, get up and, and want to play uh, uh, 18 holes of golf with you. You're, you're killing the guy. How could you, what, what would, again, I guess we're going to find this out if there's some kind of trial and I assume there will be, then these guys are going to get charged, uh, I don't know if they're going to get charged with first-degree murder, but they're going to be charged with, with something pretty close to that. We're going to have a trial, and we're going to find out what was going on in in their minds. And, and boy, when you have four of them like that, chances are pretty good somebody's going to turn, that they're not going to – there's no thin blue line for them to hide behind because – they retain counsel, one of, those, one of those lawyers is going to say, it's time for you to go the other direction, pal. Right. You're, you need right. to run a fly route. And, and I think if you look at the picture – of the one officer with his his knee, the casualness of the guy yeah. having his hands right. in his pockets while it's like he's watching a fucking train go by. The casualness of the cop, it's yeah. it's absolutely disgusting. And for Donald Trump to think that he's going to make some political hay out of this, here's my chance. The black folks are going to love me now. Fuck you. You have no chance. You have no opportunity. We'll get to some, some of these numbers later on. But this guy... They they can see you for what you are. They always have been able to see you for what you are. I don't give a shit if you are hot stuff on Sunday nights. You ain't nothing now, and you're going down the tubes. And for you to act like this is makes you Mr. Black People, forget about it. Yeah, forget, don't worry about it. It, it doesn't right. pass the lab test. Yeah. Okay. Onward next. and upward. Donald Trump is going to shut down social media. He's very upset at Twitter, and he says he is going to take some very strong action because they are not on our side, quote unquote. Right. Uh, your the thoughts. answer is the answer is of course no he's not but keep going <laughs> that's the, that seems to be the deal and there there are a lot of it and we don't know exactly what action he's going to take we don't know exactly the, I, I, what he's going to do the answer is nothing the answer is nothing <laughs> he he had to go on twitter to bitch about twitter Think about it. Think how crazy that is. Well, the the amazing thing about that is. that is what you and I talked about 24 hours ago is what a milk toast pussy response that Jack Dorsey and Twitter had actually made and putting a little fact check thing he under and he right. went ballistic. Right, right, right. He right, couldn't right. even handle the most innocent, innocuous response, and now he is losing his shit. Hey. He, I think he really thinks that this is a, a fight that he can pick and win a lot of, of ground with his supporters. Yeah, Britt, uh, uh, Jane, my wife, she's pretty big on Twitter. She reads it a lot, uh-huh. and she, she looks at Trump's thing. And so I said to her this afternoon, uh, so what, what do you think of the uh, – of the little thing on, on, on Trump's Twitter feed. And, and she goes, well, I heard something went on, but 
I didn't notice it. And I said, that's exactly the point. That's exactly how pathetic this is, because you really have to look hard at those two tweets to see the little disc. It's almost like a disclaimer. It is. Right. It's all like, don't drink too much of this soda. okay? because it's in tiny little letters. And all it says is something like fact check. No, it says like uh, get the real facts about the real facts. What it it should be saying, of course, is Donald Trump is fucking lying again. Right. It doesn't say that. Based on of his course. reaction, that's what you would think it says. But, but, but the, 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 the point here is that he's so lucky that he's gotten away with what he's gotten away with, uh, and that all that happened after this was uh, those little disclaimers on his tweets about uh, mail-in voting, and nothing, nothing flagged over all the lies about Joe Scarborough. And, and, uh, you know, Twitter does have rules. They actually have rules that allow them to just yank down your, your, your tweets when they're inappropriate. They've done it with other foreign leaders. They did it with that fool, that moron, that jerk in Brazil, uh, Baldassaro. They took down his tweets. So we now have an official case of Donald Trump is above the law of Twitter. Now, the law of Twitter is not the, the law of the United States. It's not the Constitution, but they're a private company and they can do whatever they want. I mean, I, I bitched last week that Facebook uh, uh, sent me a warning, but I don't question Facebook's right to send me that warning. It's their company. I mean, I use it. I use it for free. I'm, I'm part of the uh, that's the way it is. But Trump has gotten away with everything and used it for the megaphone that we talked about yesterday, getting into everyone's ear and everyone's head for free. And he thinks that he has some kind of constitutional right, which he does not, to keep spewing the crap that he does. And so far, I'm sorry, uh, Twitter and, and Jack Dorsey, they've weighed some kind of, uh, uh, of this against that and said, it's just better for business to let him go. That you got to believe that's the reason that they're doing this, well, right? Is this how we got into this this problem in the first place? That people like CNN felt didn't Jeff Zucker say something completely stupid like that in 2016 about Donald Trump is like bad? And I think maybe Les Moonves said something like that. Well, it's bad for America, but it's good for our ratings. Well, I, I want I want to hear him deny that that's the reason that they that they let him go. I mean, I, I believe that that is one of the reasons because he drives traffic. He's human clickbait that has never existed ever. And, and, and they're willing to stick with him and take all the crap from the rest of us over the issue. But I also have to think that uh, when uh, major advertisers advertise with Twitter and they have to sit down with actual people because I assume that all the advertising in Twitter, all of it isn't just done mechanically, that they have to have they have thousands of people working for them. They do something um, that 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 this issue doesn't come up and that there are people who avoid advertising on Twitter, uh, probably because of Trump. So I, I would love to know and we'll never know what the uh, number of people and advertisers who come on because of Trump versus the number who drop off and don't want anything to do with Twitter because of Trump. They don't want their message near um, near the tweets, although 
the, the way advertising is on Twitter, and it, it's like oh, you can avoid all the damn advertising if you want, right? You don't have to pay attention to it. Uh, uh, the White House told reporters on Wednesday the president would sign an executive order pertaining to social media, but they did not provide oh, any further stop. details. Here's the tweet. Republicans feel that social media platforms totally silence conservative voices. We will strongly regulate or close them down before we will ever allow this to happen. We saw what they attempted to do and failed in 2016. We can't let a more sophisticated version of that happen again from Donald Trump this morning. Yeah, social media, clean up your act now. Um, Here's the thing. Even Donald Trump cannot act beyond certain limits. He may talk like he can act beyond certain limits. He may talk as if he could, quote, overrule the governors on reopening their states. He, he can he can talk all the time, uh, Mr. Mr. Big Man. And ninety nine out of a hundred times he backs away and then never says a word and lives to fight another day, usually with the same enemy, with the same bad guy. Right. That's how he does. it. That's his. That's his thing. So today it's uh, Twitter. Tomorrow it'll be Zuckerberg. Uh, the day after that, it'll be Bezos again. Uh, you know, on and on it goes. But he has no authority, no authority to shut down any private business in this country uh, like Twitter. He just, it, it just, he just doesn't. Um, regulations, okay, but he can't unilaterally put regulations on a company on Twitter or on Facebook or on Google or on anybody. And I guarantee you that there is uh, no appetite in the Congress to be legislating over this right now. There, there just isn't. But and does this it's, hurt it's, him? It's, it's, does this hurt him in the election going out picking fights like this? Uh, at, at this point, it's a wash. It's it's baked in. This is just what he does. Um, and he's going to use Twitter all the way to the end. Is he going to shut down something that he uses? No. And, and whenever you hear him talk, well, we're going to have our own. We're going to come up with something. But no, it's, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's like we're going to have the funniest hour of conservative comedy ever. <laughs> That's Sunday night's. On Fox. Remember when they tried that? The half hour comedy hour, whatever they call it. Yeah, whatever they do. We're going to have a conservative Twitter. Okay? Uh, You know what that already is? It's Sean Hannity's ass. Okay? That's conservative Twitter. (laughs) Although Sean Hannity was um, a little critical of those people in a pool party down at the Ozarks. Yeah, that's a phony story, too. That's a a phony. that's That's as phony in saying, oh, Sean Hannity. Uh, was not happy with the people down uh, in Missouri at the Ozarks uh, not wearing masks. In fact, he even spent 30 seconds on his show saying that you, know, you really should obey the uh, local authorities and wear masks to protect your parents and your grandparents. It's just a good idea. Uh, full stop. Where is the denunciation of Donald Trump? Donald Trump is the main reason that there are all these mouth breathers across the country who are willing to say, I'm not going to wear no damn mask. I'm not going to have anybody tell me what to do. It's about freedom. My constitutional right to go to a bar and get a haircut supersedes your right to not contract a disease spread by me. Until Sean Hannity goes that far and pins it directly 
on Donald Trump until he says out of the 100,000 people that died, there is no question that tens of thousands would have been saved if Donald Trump hadn't lied, looked the other way, and tried to squash the story, hoping that the stock market wouldn't notice, and he just made everything worse, and thousands more people died. No, 30 seconds on your little show at 9 o'clock at night means nothing. The same way Donald Trump sicking the Justice Department uh, on the case in Minneapolis one time does not change what you are. The Tiger's stripes are still intact. They did not change uh, the broken clock was right once a day, not let's even twice to, in these guys' case, okay? Let's go to the Facebook page of noted pundit Brad Krantz, yeah. who posted a story uh, from the beaches, the beautiful beaches of Alabama. And this was the commentary that you gave. It looked like a screenshot of a young lady and her husband or boyfriend uh, on, a, on a beach towel drinking in some rays over the long Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, this was a CNN video piece, which is below the, uh, the, the, the screenshot there. But uh, This is uh, what re- you wrote. This was your uh, commentary. Uh, the, the, this the is the picture. obnoxious commentary you gave. Right. The, the which picture be- of her is, is her lying back, and I don't know whether that's her boyfriend or her husband or her father, whatever. And uh, this is where, you know, the <laughs> CNN Alabama, guy walked. It could be all three. It really right. in Alabama. <laughs> Right, right. Uh, you know, where the, the CNN guy walks up to people on the beach and, and from a distance asks them questions. Uh, and in this case, it was, uh, you know, why aren't you wearing a mask? Go. Alabamans defend hitting the beach despite COVID-19 reads the headline. I don't want to die, but if that's what God has in store, that's okay. That's said what the, the woman nice, says. Yeah. Said the nice lady speaking to Gary Tuckman of CNN, full segment below in comments. I'm no God expert, but I'm quite sure he did not have that particular bathing suit in store for you, toots. In parentheses, inexcusable sexist cheap shot, I know, but you were thinking the same thing. Admit it. Right. So, I mean, this, this woman, uh, uh, how, how many years have we done the, the, the shtick where, oh, God, I, I was at Wrightsville Beach last weekend. What is going on with people? What, do they have no sense of, uh, of their own selves? And this isn't just women. It's it's men. You know, yeah. fat fat guys wearing Speedos. Sure. It's a 270-pound guy in a fucking Speedo. Sure. So th- this woman is clearly, you know, 200-plus pounds, and she's wearing a bikini, and the fat rolls are just blowing out. <laughs> <laughs> They're just blown out of there. She looks terrible. She looks terrible. And you know what? Th- there are nice bathing suits for sure. people of all sizes sure. that are appropriate and, and, and look just fine. So I was just having sport with the idea, like yes. I'm explaining my own Facebook post, <laughs> that, that clearly God was not with her when she chose that bathing suit because <laughs> she was saying God had control over whether she was going to die of the coronavirus. Well, if God can control that, the least he could do is pick you out an appropriate bathing suit. But I'm not pinning this one on God. If, if God will bless the rest of us by covering up more of your body, I think I see your point. I think okay, I'm so, on your side right, of this. So, so the first 10 or so posts, as you yeah, you're see, golden. Are, are people just, just piling on some pretty funny lines, okay? Yes, they included the word whale in there, things like that. Okay, all right. So And then, then this, woman, this woman, Charlotte, comes out of nowhere, and she ruins it. <laughs> she challenges me. That woman is a moron, but you are an asshole. Not wearing a mask or socially distancing actually has potential impact on the health of others. Her swimsuit and body are no one else's business. 
I'm so completely over liberal men who all too often think somehow minimizing and treating this uh, women this way is still okay. It's not. Go after her for legit reasons all you like, but please spare me the idea that you're not as big of a douche towards women as every other Trump-supporting guy with a guns, gods, and titties sticker on his pickup truck. This came into my house on Friday. Because you are the same, says Charlotte. So I, uh, I really had to, to, to jump in there and uh, defend myself. And if you think for one second, and, and of course, the, the premise of what she's saying, I believe, is wrong. Because uh, it, the first 10 people realized that, first and foremost, this was really about the fact that she was an idiot for not wearing a mask, right? And the, the, the side-ass, smart-aleck comment about her bathing suit, well, you know, sorry. If you're so offended. Now, I was so tempted. I was so tempted to say, I will not continue to allow you on my Facebook page until you post a picture of yourself in a bathing suit. <laughs> I was really, I was really, really tempted to go there. Tell, tell everybody where you got that bit from. <laughs> you're, you're stealing that bit. That was the old Rush Limbaugh. That was Rush. Thing. That was Limbaugh. Yeah. That was Limbaugh. He oh, by the way, did you, did you see? He, I think he's, yeah. uh, he's close to the end. Well, he said that uh, the chemo or the radiation, whatever he's doing, is kicking his ass, is what he said. Yeah. That was the actual deal there. And he said that, I, you know, I could plan to continue on as much as I can, but he said he just hasn't felt like anything, and he's, you know, he's extremely sick. So get ready for the tributes to roll out about that, and thank God he got that Medal of Freedom. Just so happy. Yeah. So, yes, this, this Charlotte woman continues to pound you, and you called her humorless. You said, I'm sorry, you're humorless, but uh, asshole is my brand. Is that really your brand? Yeah, I, I was trying to 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 to, to uh, just poke a little bit there. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're not you're not backing away from it. I'm glad that at least you're you're owning okay, it. I, it. I said I stand by my fashion statement about that woman's choice of bathing suit. It was wow. inappropriate for her body type. And who who is tougher on women who do that? Is it men or women, Britt? It's always women. It's always up. Of it's course, always it's always the women. Every time. Uh, right. Uh, Brad, she, she says, Brad, I'm not humorless, but nice try. Wow, dudes really like to use that old chestnut when anyone calls them this kind of bullshit. If you need to say, I know it's sexist, but to qualify a comment, consider if you would ever in a million years write, I know it's racist, but to explain or justify your joke commentary. I doubt it. Listen, I get that you think it's okay, but it really isn't. Good day to you. I said good day. That was that was her comment to you, and she continues to go back and forth with you for a while. Mm-hmm. Are and you properly chastened? No, there's <laughs> nothing to be chastened about. <laughs> well, I said, uh, I said, I said, I would think that based on your disgust with me and many of the other people who hang out here on my Facebook page or listen to us on the podcast, I threw that in. I didn't write that that you would want nothing to do with us, us being the people on my Facebook page. See, that always intrigues me when someone, and I've never seen her name before, ever. No, I haven't either. I haven't either. Right? Uh, And I'm always intrigued when someone comes out of nowhere and uh, they've got an agenda. And sometimes it's pro-Brad, sometimes, most of the time it's anti-Brad, most of the time it's pro-Trump, it's crazy kind of stuff. So she's trying to play the game of, I'm not pro-Trump at all, but you're as bad as him on on this issue because you said that about this woman. Did you happen to look at the friends that you have in common with her? Because this is kind of a clue as to how she knows you. Hmm. These are, I think she 
this this screams to me that she knows you from the FM Talk 101.1 WZTK days. Oh, well, but she, you know, she lives up in in Michigan. She lives oh, she lives in in this area that where you know uh, Ohio and Indiana are next to each other, and then Michigan is right on yeah, top of both states. Right. She's right in that 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 corner, the tri-state oh, corner there, and has a bar. You, were, owns you, a bar. you forget, you forget, we were streaming that station for a good eight months before they shut it. <laughs> Turned it into a Mexican station. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a. I I, yeah. I doubt she was. You know, it, 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 and it doesn't doesn't really matter. I don't care about any yeah. of. I'm of, always interested to see, stuff. like you say, when they come out of nowhere, you just kind of like to see where they come from. Yeah, yeah. In some cases, right. This is an interesting story. President Donald Trump got more bad polling news as his net approval cratered in a pair of new surveys, including one he often cites because it typically shows him faring better than others. I will skip to the chase on this one. Is it is it I would like for you, if you haven't seen this story, we did not rehearse this, did we? I don't think so. How many points underwater is Donald John Trump Sr. in the Rasmussen tracking pole? This is their daily tracking pole. How many points underwater is he? Underwater to Biden? Underwater as far as approval and disapproval. This is oh, okay. a, playing the game against himself. Uh, I'm guessing he's he's 10 to 12, 10 to 12 down now. You are too low. Try 15, big boy. Hmm. Try 15 fucking points in a poll where he was treading water. He was at even money on the 8th of May. It was In spite 49- of the great month he's had, wait, he's lost points in spite of the great May he's had? He's turned it around? He's cured the virus? He's got the bars and the restaurants open? He's got the beaches open? What, the, what is going on with the people of this country not appreciating the job he's doing? What the hell is going on here? It was 49 to 49 on May the 8th, less than three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He is now at 42% total approve, 57% total disapprove on the Rasmussen poll. You know how I know that's real? I'll tell you how. Because both of those uh, uh, polls added up to 98%. That yep. never happens, right? Never In these polls, it, it, it never comes close. Right. It'll be it'll be uh, 48 to, to 37. And then you go, well, what the hell happened to the other 23? Per- where did they go? Or, or, you know, are, are, are they mental as? Uh, 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 so I think that's a big deal. He was bitching about the Fox poll again. The Fox poll has him dying, but I don't even know if the Fox poll is as bad as this one is. And, and of course, the the Rasmussen poll is so gamed in the president's favor that he frequently cites it as being. We have 90% approval rating in the Republican Party. Great stuff. Or- well, I can't wait to see the next round of, you know, Washington Post, New York Times, CBS, um, uh, Quinnipiac, you know, the, the, the brand name polls asking the same question. Because if, if their approval, disapproval rating number is actually less punishing to Trump, then what is he going to say? Uh, I I don't believe Rasmussen, and I believe the Quinnipiac <laughs> and ABC Washington Post polls. Now they're the gold standard. See, he he can't get out of his own way when there's a turn uh, in the in the media that has been a hundred percent supportive of him. Once it's only ninety six percent supportive of him, he's in trouble, right? Because when you're a dictator. 
you, you, you stay in power by having 100% lockstep support all the way through. And um, he, he clearly doesn't have that. And I think you know that he doesn't have it by the silence of the lambs this weekend over the whole Joe Scarborough incident. Oh, my that God. That not one Republican, not one except for, I believe, Adam Kitzinger of uh, Illinois. One Republican congressman expressed uh, disgust with the whole Joe Scarborough thing, but every other one, every senator, including our own heroic Tom Tillis, uh, <laughs> have nothing to say about this. And uh, as the campaigns develop, uh, no matter what happens, these Republicans are going to have to start answering more and more for Trump. And if they don't want to answer more and more for Trump, if they think that they can silence their way uh, back to, to uh, office in their states and in their congressional districts, I think they're dead wrong because they're going to get pounded, whether it's uh, online or on Zoom or however the other candidates are going to communicate and on television commercials, of course, about all the things that Trump said. I mean, don't you think one of the easiest things to do this particular election cycle for political consultants and the folks who produce political commercials is to just merge every candidate, every candidate for every office, including uh, down to um, street sweeper. See, I didn't go with dog catcher. I wanted to change the Good change job. it up there. I want to go with street sweeper because I don't think the there are ball. street sweepers anymore. Yeah, um, that you 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 uh, do the morph where you, you you turn Tom Tillis into Donald Trump. You make Tom Tillis own every outrage that Donald Trump has ever done. You 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 uh, with with Tillis now. Tillis now has to own the terrorist threat in effect. The Trump has made towards this state over uh, thinking, again, this is on that list of things that Trump thinks he has the power to do but really doesn't, to move the convention uh, out of North Carolina. And uh, you see who was the first state to raise their hand and say, we'll take it. You see Georgia who it was? was there. Huh? Georgia stepped in. Exactly. I think the, yes, yeah. it, was, it was Georgia. Right. That's Brian right. Kemp. Right. Right. Uh, Which, by the way, is somewhat delicious because of Charlotte's inferiority complex to Atlanta. I find that part of it to be just fascinating and delicious. If somehow Charlotte did end up losing it to Atlanta, that part of it would be, to me, almost humorous. But Donald Trump is a piece of shit anyway. Well, as as, as far as I'm concerned, losing the NBA All-Star game three years ago over HB2, the bathroom bill, that was way worse than this would be if the convention never occurred in Charlotte, you know, our lives would not be any any right. worse for it. And uh, if Georgia wants to hold a a twenty thousand uh, person hotspot super spreader extravaganza right there where the it. Atlanta Hawks play, uh, right down. By the way, that's right next to the CNN Center. It's that's right correct. there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, uh, the, 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 they're welcome to it. And um, the, the, I, I would love right now, and I haven't read enough about uh, what Georgia is, is doing to try to undermine North Carolina right now on this, or whether they're just letting Trump know that uh, should there be a, a, a forced breakup with North Carolina and Donald Trump, 
finally performs the worst example of Donald Trumpism that he's exhibited his whole life with breaking contracts, not paying people, right. going right. back on his word, screwing over people. Who, it, 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 and by the way, his name and his signature is not on one contract having to do with the convention. He has no power to do this. But let's just say that the, through the, the, the bully pulpit, power of uh, persuasion, and uh, threatening Mitt Romney's niece, who's the head of the RNC these days, and uh, she says, uh, and Trump's modus operandi would be, go ahead, break all the contracts, I'll pay for it, right? Which will be a lie, <laughs> right? He'll lie about that. Just, just, pay just, for it. Shut just, up. Just like uh, beat that guy up in the audience, I'll pay for the uh, hospital oh, yeah. bills. Right? Okay, yeah, treat him really nice. Right. Um, when was the last time Donald Trump was? Uh, above 50% in the Rasmussen poll as far as approval. That would be February 27th. Do you know how long ago that was? Little Richard was alive, and the NBA was still playing games. Mm. That's how long ago it's been since in the Rasmussen poll, which is incredibly favorable to Donald Trump. That is the last time that he was above 50% approval. Well, you know, there's a uh, a lesson in there, if it turns out, that things go the way we want them to go, and and Trump can't claw his way out of this, and um, he he loses the election, and he just becomes this 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 crazy guy in the room, like I predicted years ago, with his remote control and his cell phone, tweeting out in the uh, Lincoln bedroom or wherever he sleeps. Um, there there's uh, there, there's a lesson in in all this that. Um, if you if you hang your hat with Donald Trump, eventually he'll hang you. And it's taken a long time, hasn't it? It's been a while. It's 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 really really taken um, a long time. But the Rasmussen people, Scott Rasmussen, and you've seen him on TV. He's a pretty affable guy. Sure, seems like a pretty nice guy. But like other politicians who are afraid to speak up on behalf of Trump, who are Republicans. They're just scared. They don't know whether to trash him or to go with him. They don't want to end up like Bob Corker. They don't want to end up like Jeff Flake. They don't want to end up like Jeff Sessions, who who dared to speak truth to power or recused himself in the case of Jeff Sessions. They're afraid. They're all afraid, and they think that they'll lose their jobs and people won't vote for them if they speak out against Trump, even on these egregious tweets and, and the outrageous statements and the telling people to, to use bleach. And yesterday it was, uh, uh, should I try some insulin? What do you think? Uh, I'm going to go for a little bit of insulin. All these kind of things. They won't say one word about it. But Scott Rasmussen and his organization, they know that one day Donald Trump will not be the president. And they do not want to be the polling company that fixes their own numbers no matter what you think of their methodology. They don't want to come out with a poll right now saying that Donald Trump is really popular. And and they, they want to have whatever shred of credibility they might have left, and they will have it if Trump loses here. And uh, they will be able to say, yeah, we had him tagged back in May as right. being 15 points below on the approval-disapproval rating, and no president has ever won uh, when they've been at that level of disapproval you know, uh, uh, five and a half, six months before the election. And I know the clock's ticking. I, I know it is. But there has to be a point 
where some of these people running, uh, particularly at the, the Senate level, um, uh, the, the one out in, uh, uh, Arizona, that woman in, in Arizona, not Kristen Cinema. She's the Democrat. McSally? But, yeah, is McSally it... and Tom Tillis and Corey Gardner and Susan Collins. That's four right there. Um, uh, all of them, they're getting killed. In, what's her name in Arizona? McSally. She's going to lose by 20 points to Mark Kelly, the astronaut. Well, this is part of the, this is part of the article that's in Politico about Corey Lewandowski and, um, this other guy who was with the campaign in 2016 going to give him Trump a little, uh, you know, a meeting with Jesus here. Come to Jesus meeting. Arizona, it says in particular emerged as a trouble spot for the party. Trump won the state by more than three percentage points in 2016. Recent polls have shown him trailing Joe Biden there. A Democrat hasn't carried the state in the presidential election since 1996. And when the discussion turned to Arizona in last Thursday's meeting, Trump and his political advisors expressed concern about Senator McSally's campaign to win the seat to which he was appointed in 2018. The president waved in Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, who was there to meet with him on a separate matter for the discussion. Those present in the meeting voiced worry about the prospects of another red state senator, Georgia Republican Kelly Loeffler. The senator had at the time been under federal investigation for stock trades, though the Department of Justice has since dropped that investigation, Brad. So they're scared about Georgia and Arizona. Those are those are solid red states. Usually, I think they should be scared about Kentucky. They should. I, I think they should be scared about Kentucky. Amy McGrath who's running against McConnell in Kentucky, is a great candidate. And she has a national footprint. I get email all the time yep. uh, asking for money. And, of course, I do what you would normally do. I, I forward it on to you and, and tell you send her money. <laughs> <laughs> now she's, she's got a great team, and they do a great job of getting her name out there, and she picks her spots very, very well. She's but, a but, real good yeah, candidate. McConnell has as much... Um, recorded material of of him being a, a jerk as Trump does. I mean uh, that that's a tough campaign to to do commercials on oh, yeah. because you have to decide whether to use the original McConnell in Kentucky or whether you want to go with his sugar daddy uh, Donald Trump. Right? That's it's tough when you're when you're trying to to, to squeeze it all into thirty or, or sixty seconds, but they'll figure out a way. I'm sure. That's like squeezing uh, an unfit body into a bikini. Okay. Oh. Okay. That's too far. <laughs> you, you, you have gone way, way too far. And because of that, I'm out. Brad and Brit.com.